Well, good evening, everyone. I want to thank you for coming to Destiny Moments. And yes, I am Michelle Hughes. And tonight, I really want to discuss the birth of Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy. Was he born in December? And, you know, all that good stuff. And we know he wasn't born in December. But if he's not here in America anyway, you know... (laughs) And so if he was born in December, it was still warm. And so, you know, technically, you know, I'm not going to get into when he was born. And, you know, I know it was warm whenever he was born. And then I was looking in um, Luke 2, chapter 2, and it talks about the birth of Jesus. And it says here, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a censor should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first censor that took place while the governor of Syria and everyone went to his own town to register. Okay. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. So, as you can see, the birth of Jesus took place. We know he definitely was born. And now it's just understanding the reason for his birth and uh, why it's so significant that he had to be born. Um, When we look at the world and the uh, reason why his birth is so significant and today this is how we come to him is asking um, according to Romans 10 9 through 11 asking for forgiveness of our sins and that's how we become partakers of his spirit and he lives within us and so you know if you don't believe in in um, the birth of Jesus Christ I don't understand how you can believe in the resurrection because without that, there couldn't be a resurrection because that's what he did once he became grown and he died for the sins of the world. He was sinless, but he died for our sins. And I think that's the most uh, remarkable thing that God did in sending his son to the earth because he saw all the the, the you know discrepancy going on in the earth and so he had to have a, a redeemer and so he sent his son and so I just thank God for Jesus I really do and him um, changing my life I, I can speak you know I can give my own testimony you know where I was going and, and where I am today and I thank God because I was a young woman I was in my 20s when I accepted Christ and so I believe the younger you come the better off you are because you learn the peace that surpasses all understanding. You learn how to follow him. And it's not um, something you do overnight. I mean, it took me years to get where I'm at today. 
and to become a minister and then become a pastor. I went to seminary. You know, I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could. And I believe that um, it's important that each person must live their true self. And when I say true self, understanding who you are. And then you won't look at other people and think, well, why they got to do this? And why she doing that? And, and why he a doctor? You know, it's none of your business. Why people are called to the area of profession that they are called to whether it's a profession or ministry, it's still the same difference. It's what God has led them to do. And so I believe that the more you understand where you are in life, the more you understand why people do what they do. But when there's discrepancy with your own career or lifestyle, what you do, you know, for a living, whether it's a business, uh, uh, you know, something you went to school for or whatever the case may be. The main thing is that you understand that God placed that in your heart. And when it's been placed in your heart, it's something that you must do. And I mean, it's like talking to uh, a lawyer. You know, when I worked at the courts for many years and talking to a lawyer, you know that they've been called to this profession. And so because they they take it to heart in defending people unless they're a prosecutor. And so the same difference, you know, but my, my point is you have to know what you've been called to do. And that's why God sent his only begotten son into the world so that we will find that significant uh, person that he has called you to become in the earth. And so if you don't, you'll always, you know, just be, you know, floundering around the world and not knowing who you are and, and why you're on the earth and why he created you. You know why you came out your mother's womb, you know, <laughs> as Christ came out of Mary and Joseph, you know, he was put there by God. And so that's the difference. So I'm, I'm just saying that I believe the more we understand uh, why Christ was sent to the earth is for the forgiveness of our sins. Because um, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, Adam and Eve, they sinned. And so he had to come and pay the price so that we can come and, and, and find redemption through his blood. And so I'm excited to know that we celebrate it once a year, and most times it's more commercialized with, you know, Santa Claus. But that's okay. He get his he get his play too, and so you know there is a time once a year that we can celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, and I think it's an excitement to know that God sent him to the earth so that he knew in the end. He was going to die for the sins of the world. And so I think that's the the whole thing that when you understand why he was sent to the earth and uh, how now we can go to come to him and ask him to forgive us of our sins. And, I, and you know, I, I don't know my life. I remember when I accepted Christ as my personal savior and I can remember saying, well, if it doesn't work, then, you know, I'll go back to my old ways, you know, of living, and I haven't turned back yet, and I don't see myself ever doing that, because I know what he's done for me, I know, um, you know, my lifestyle changed, and uh, I just wanted to please him, I'm not perfect, 
But you, there still should be a sense of wanting to be more like him. And the more you desire to be more like him, the more you will stay saved. You know, some people vacillate, but they come back. And, and finally, they make a decision to say, you know what? I want to be sad. I want to be saved. And I'm going to read um, Romans 10. I'm going to start at verse, I think I'm going to start up at verse 4. It says, the man who does things, these things, will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the deep. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth, in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. That when you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's just that simple. Verse 10, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it, it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And so, you know, as the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That, I mean, it's that plain and simple. Your life will change. You'll, you'll begin to, you know, fellowship with other Christians and find a, a church that you can, you know, grow and, and learn from the man or woman of God who can teach you how to live a saved lifestyle. And it is, and you do it through the scriptures. And, and, and the more word, you know, the more your life would be transpired or transformed into the newness to be more like Christ. And that's what we're living for, to be more like him, to be imitators of him, to talk like him, to walk like him, to live like him. Yes. And so I believe that when we understand why we have accepted Christ into our lives and he has forgiven us of every sin. And, you know, I mean, if you sin, just go back and say, Lord, forgive me, you know, for sinning. You know, sometimes people backslide. Just ask them to forgive you so you can keep on moving. You know, but the main thing is don't get stuck and stay in that same lifestyle thinking you can't like he's not going to forgive you, you know, like he can't wash your sins. You know, yeah, that's why he sent his only begotten son to to the world so that we can come to him and ask him to forgive us of our sins. And so and it's not, you know, yeah, it is the sins, but then it's it's growing in the things of God. You know, you, you become stronger in understanding the word. And then you want to teach other people if you have a calling on your life. You want to teach other people, you know, just what I'm doing tonight on how to become more of a Christ-like person and, and to live like him and to talk like him and to look at people with love instead of envy and jealousy and, you know, deceit. You know, I mean, come on, we got to change. And, you know, 
it, 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 everything doesn't change overnight. But some doubt some things does. It was like a miracle for me. It's like my life just changed. You know, uh, it, I, like I told you, I was on a high like a whole year, it seems like, you know. And so I just believe the more you desire change, the more you will find yourself being changed. And so that's that's my word to you tonight. And that's my prayer to you is you you have to desire change. And the more you desire change, the more your life will change. And you you won't even desire to be around the things you used to be around. You you'll have a, you know, a disenchantment for those things. You don't even want to, you know, do those things anymore because you have the Christ spirit inside of you who's teaching you how to be more Christ-like. And so I just believe that's important. It really is to be more like Christ and 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 to be Christ centered. And I believe the more Christ centered you are, the more you will walk in love towards your brother and sister. And I pray that this will be the best Christmas ever in your life. Because if you ask Christ to be your personal savior, then that will change your life for for eons, you know, I mean, years to come. So if you desire to accept Christ as your personal savior, repeat after me. Say, Father, I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I'm asking you to forgive me of every sin that I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. I want to walk this life with you. And I'm going to find a good home church that teaches the word of God that I can grow thereby. And so, Father, I thank you that now I'm a born again Christian. Yeah, I'm saved. And I thank you and praise you for saving me tonight. We ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. So today is your new birthday. Yeah, we all have a new birthday when we accept Christ into our life. And so celebrate this day, knowing that a new lifestyle is about to take place in your life. And the more you desire it, the more you will become more like him. The more you get into the word and study the word and, and, and just want to be more like him, the more you will see change in your life. And that's my prayer for you. Well, listen, it has been truly a great opportunity to come to you tonight and to lead many of you to the Lord and that you your life will be changed. You're now saved. And what a transformation. What a lifestyle change. What a change in your mindset. The things you think about, the more you want to be more like him. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. I'm going to see you guys next Thursday. You all have the best Christmas. And remember to say a prayer and say, thank you, Jesus, for saving the world. I love you. Have a good one.